The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot in the United States. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about Let's get to psychosis, psychosis, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co host, Mr. Mo to the underscores. What's going on, Mo? What's going on, listeners? How are you, sir? I'm here. Alright. <laughs> He's just here so you don't, so you don't get so, fired. So you don't get fired. <laughs> and we've got our broadcast correspondent, Mr. Samuel Kalunga. What's going on, Sam? Well, how's it going, everybody? Uh, we're doing well. We're doing well. Thank y'all for joining us here on the Rawcasts as part of the CSPN. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. You can also find us through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitch Radio, all the various places that you listen to your podcast through apps. All you have to do is search for the WrestleCast, dash the CSPN, and look for the logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign. Hit that subscribe button, and all of our episodes will show up in your podcast queues each and every week. And don't forget about the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN media pay to five become a patron and get the extra content as well well I got nothing to add other than um, it's been a pretty interesting week of wrestling uh, especially if you watched NXT uh, tonight on Tuesday as we record this so there's going to be a lot of uh, good conversations on Wednesday morning around the Twitter machine yeah yeah we're not going to spoil anything here no 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 just check out me and Miss Simi uh, later this week on the NXT cast and we will be breaking that down fully um I guess we'll save the other happenings that have taken place in other organizations for the mo. I just want to, yeah, I just want to say real quick. It's still weird seeing Bea Priestley in NXT. <laughs> like it just like blows my mind. Blair Davenport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, at this point, I'm gonna turn it over to Mr. Samuel Kalunga so he can tell us about Monday Night Raw. Alrighty, one second. Let me pull up my notes. Alrighty. <clears throat> Monday Night Raw from uh, 717. Monday Night Raw live from Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, G. Bad Street. Right. Cody Rhodes comes down the cut of boring 20 minute promo. Like, seriously. It's a homecoming for him, even though he was born in North Carolina. He's from your neck of the woods, Donald. Yep, yep. Born in Charlotte. Okay, was he at least raised in Georgia? I mean, is that why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went to school in Georgia because, you know. uh, He went to college there too, right? Yeah, because what happened was when he was probably about eight or nine is when WCW came in. And, And so then that's when everybody moved back to Atlanta. Ah. 
Okay, so let's see here. He he talks and talks. He calls out Brock. He introduces his mom in the crowd. He references hard times in regards to Brock Lesnar. He goes to hug Mama Rhodes when Brock's music hits. He waits for him in front of the ring. Brock does not appear. The music plays again. Cody goes to the stage to meet him. Nothing. He retreats to Gorilla when Lesnar comes out smacking him with a steel chair. Uh, he beats him all the way to the ringside area and in front of Mama Rhodes, he puts him in the Kimura lock and tries to break his arm. He, to- he tosses Cody in the ring and he gets that lock on him again, trying to break his arm again. He leads down to Cody and accepts the challenge, saying he'll see him at SummerSlam. Bitch. Right. Yeah. So so this whole show was basically like the SummerSlam, uh, uh, ma- making the SummerSlam matches. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. There was a lot of that tonight. Yeah, pretty much. What did you think about that uh, physicality? It was pretty good, but they, they let him talk way too long. They had about nothing. Uh-huh. That's one of Cody's draws, is Cody's got a song. Right. Is it in his contract that he has to talk for like X amount of minutes nah, per night? I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> All right, Matt Riddle versus uh, Gunther. Uh, Matt starts out as you would expect. Riddle getting his butt whooped. The two men have a chop off. The match picks up the pace when Riddle begins to come back. The rest of Imperium barred from ringside are watching backstage in disbelief. Uh, Riddle gets in some good licks on Gunther, hitting the floating bro, but Gunther eventually regains the upper hand. Power bombs Riddle for the 1 2 3. Gunther climbs on the announce table and grabs a mic. He encourages the crowd to boo him all they want. <laughs> he calls himself the greatest inter- intercontinental champion of all time. I half expected the honky tonk man to come out and challenge challenges this claim. <laughs> Uh, instead, he calls out Drew McIntyre and says he and anyone else who challenges him will fall victim to the ring hera. It's the honky tonk man. And he comes out doing like the shimmy. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Raquel and Liv are interviewed backstage. They talk about the complaint departments. Uh, they're not backing down from anyone. Rhea Ripley appears and gets in Raquel's face. Liv starts to smack talk Rhea. Rhea headbutts her. Raquel and Rhea square off. WWE officials run in to break it up. Raquel comes up with a hurt leg, and Liv is calling for the doc. Yeah, she uh, she went to the knee. Right. They've been teasing that for about a month. So that's a oh yeah, even on even on SmackDown, yeah. even on SmackDown, they were they were talking, they were uh, kind of like staring each other down. Mm-hmm. This is the first time they actually got physical, and everybody's like, Raquel's taller than Rhea. Well, Rhea had on her chucks and. And Raquel had on her wrestling boots for her lips. Oh, yeah, Ra- Raquel had, they, they were saying Raquel has lifts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was pretty good. I really, I really, I really like this. I really like how like, Liv was trying to talk smack, and she's just like, she did it that real quick. Like, <laughs> boom. Yeah, yeah. Rear, man, Rhea Ripley is the star of Monday Night Raw. I know they like one up to be Seth Rollins and Cody and whomever else, but that chick is the is like she's in she has the most segments yeah, yeah. like she's in like pretty much everything mm-hmm. they know okay Rhea, hmm? Rhea equals ratings all right <laughs> so the judgment day comes out they say they are stronger together as a unit they're going to dominate raw dom takes the mic they do the usual booing they talk about their accomplishments and future accomplishments <laughs> Finn go, going after Seth, Priest catching him in the briefcase, and Dirty Dom getting the NXT North American title. 
Uh, Zayn Owens come down. They talk about Judgment Day and challenge them to a tag team match. Damien says only if they, they'll accept only if they put their belts on the line. After some playful hemming and hawing, Zayn lets Owens take the mic. Owens shouts his acceptance. You know what's weird? They promoted the match. Yeah, but it wasn't promoted as a title match, yeah, was it? It wasn't promoted as a title match. So when they come out, it's like, oh, do y'all want a match? Uh, only if it's for the titles. It's like, well, y'all already were going to have a match. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's see here. Let's uh, see. Doctors are in the training room with Raquel. Doc wants to perform some tests. Raquel says she's not going through the whole injury and relinquishing the belts thing again. Adam Pierce is with them. He asks if she's absolutely sure. She said yes. And he shank- sanctions the match for tonight. Liv and Raquel versus, versus uh, Chelsea and uh, uh, Sonia Deville. I was going to call her by her government name because I forgot for a minute. You had to call her Daria. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> the complete department versus Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez Women's Tag Team Championship. Match starts out with Green and Deville double teaming Liv. They punish her in the corner. Liv tries to make a comeback, kicking attacking both women while trying to make a tag. Raquel gets in and wrecks Sonia, walking gingerly around the ring. She does the bronze tournament running into the pole thing. Uh, Sonia gets a half crab on half crab on Raquel, and Raquel is in agony. Liv is nowhere in sight. Sonia drags her to the center of the ring, really twerking Raquel's leg. Liv comes in to break it up. Liv tags in and goes after Green, giving her a code breaker off the top rope. Uh, followed by Oblivion for a two-count, as Sonia breaks up the pin. On the outside, DeVille attacks Rodriguez, chop-blocking her. Green hits the unpretty her on Liv for a two-count. Liv makes a comeback, rolling up DeVille for a two-count. Green hits another unprettier, coming out of the roll-up. Uh, Sonia hits a Shining Wizard on Liv and gets the 1-2-3 pin. Sonia DeVille and Chelsea Green are the new women's tag team champions. Oh, this was pretty good. This was cool. I like this. Yeah, it was cool. I'm happy for Chelsea Green, man, because I've always thought that she got done super dirty. Every time she's been in a chance to almost make it, she got hurt. She got hurt in NXT, got released, got hurt in WWE, even on main roster, got released. So now for her to come back a third time and have a decent character and win the titles, I'm happy for her. I liked her in TNA, not that weird that weird character she was playing but the other with Laurel Van Ness I really like I really like that character because mm-hmm. she was I forgot who's she was somebody's lackey I forgot but yeah that, that was really she was really good in TNA Mo uh, any commentary with color on our new women's tag team champions I'm coming full circle for them um, winning after them being on top enough mm-hmm yeah, well, Chelsea Green, Chelsea Green, one girl who quit. It was somebody who quit when that one season and she would play Chelsea Green replaced her. But um, Tony Deville didn't last that long because she got a developmental contract after the um, the competition was over. It was good to see them win. Yeah, they've been building that them up pretty good through SmackDown and now on Raw with Adam Pearce. So. Um, so does this lead the way for them to be transitional champions for Little Team Sunshine now to get the belts? What you think, Mo? Would you book it? That no, way? because no, they're high. The backstage they're high on on um, Chelsea and Sonya Deville, so they might have a nice ring. The titles. 
Okay. All right. Do you think they'll um, come down to NXT, or are they just gonna make it a keep it a main roster thing right now? I don't know. Whatever Booker wants to do. Hopefully they do though, but NXT got to work on establishing some more women's tag teams first though. Yeah, yeah, because they're dumping all of them. They're putting them all on the main roster. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Let's see. All right, are we ready to move on? Yes, sir. All right, Byron interviews the new women's champ, tag team champs. He claims they had a two-on-one advantage. Sonia calls Raquel injury a fake injury. Chelsea thanks everyone who believed in her, her mom, her dad, her cat. <laughs> uh, Sonia says they will now run the division. I don't know if y'all, if y'all heard that or not, but that was so funny. Did you pick up on that? No, uh, the, not, not this week. Yeah. No, last week I caught the basket. The the basket. All the basketball. Let's see. Sit down interview with Seth Rollins. He says he has a short list of challengers for SummerSlam. He mentions Finn, Damian, Drew, Gunther. Uh, Finn interrupts and has Byron leave. He sits down in his chair like Raj from What's Happening. Uh, he wants his rematch. Seth tells him to stop living in the past. Finn says he's gonna go. He's gonna alter Seth's career forever. Seth says the title is about more than Finn's personal vendetta. If he wants to settle the score, they don't need a match for that. They can settle it right here and right now. He tells him to take his shot or get out of his face. Finn says cool, and then he gets up and leaves. Seth goes to take off his microphone when Finn attacks him with a cheer and demands he make a match. I like All this right. Finn battle. Right. The more aggressive Finn Balor, yeah. mm-hmm. instead of like cracking weird one-liners and stuff in the ring. Mm-hmm. Alpha Academy versus Viking Raiders, Viking Rules match. Okay, I have to be real. I didn't think I was gonna like this. It ended up being one of my favorite matches of the night. <laughs> uh, Titus O'Neil on commentary. Oh, my gosh, did you did you hear Titus like? Uh... I believe in Jesus Christ and the Lord. I don't oh, know yeah. what they're like, And they stink. <laughs> no, they musty. That's what he said. He said they're musty. <laughs> no, but yeah, he was just he was just riffing the whole night. Yeah. Titus and Booker T on commentary with Vic Joseph. I don't think Vic Joseph would survive. <laughs> All right, Sarah Logan is holding Maxine's jacket. Titus calls him musty. Uh, Matt starts out with hot with Alpha Academy going into the Vikings. They fight. Titus makes weird comments. Otis does the get the table spot with Gable. Gable gets the table out. Otis has some strength as he catches one of the Raiders springboarding off the second rope and he power slams him. That was really impressive. Good. One of the Raiders hits a moonsault. Gable has a table propped up against one of the turnbuckles. They continue to fight. Gable has but Sarah Logan breaks it up. Maxine then goes in crossbody Sarah Logan. Gable is so impressed he gives her her jacket. She poses, and Sarah Logan takes the opportunity to spear her into the propped-up table. Otis and the Raiders square off. Otis does some Matrix moves and takes both men out. Uh, this is amazing. Man, Otis power- Yeah, he was. Otis powerbombs the holy hell out of one of them before doing the worm and elbow dropping the other. Sarah Logan attacks Otis while he's cu- climbing the ropes. Vikings use this to double powerbomb Otis and get the pinfall. I really, really like this match. Yeah, it was good, man. They sent Chad Gable crashing through that damn uh, shield and broke that shit. Right. Yeah, yeah, it was a good match. And, uh, man, the, the crowd was really into that Otis comeback. Right. Mo, what did you think? Did you see this? This is how the match. Um, I'm wondering why Titus was out there in commentary, but he started talking about Jesus and then he went and said, 
thing with my teammates saying, hey, got a laugh out of me. <laughs> no, because he was talking about, like, yeah, she's praying to all her gods. Well, I only believe in one. That's Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, you know, he, he's messing with all that Adam Snow a couple years ago. He was what? He's messing with Yolanda Adams a couple of years. Oh, yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, um, you mess with Yolanda Adams, man. Like, yeah, I mean, if I got to, to go out with her, I would believe, too. <laughs> um, well, yes. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it was, you know, hey, Titus, you got to make your... It's about the same time they put him on TV last year. He came out there and cut that crap. Oh, he was at the pay per view, wasn't he? Wasn't did he do a commentary on the pay per view? No, one of the pay per views. Smack, it was SmackDown. No, it was Raw. Because he's like, it's, this is Monday Night Raw, where there's no politics, there's no this, there's no judgment, there's no that. Oh, he did. He did the call. He did the Logan Paul match. He did the yeah. Logan Paul match. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, yeah, because he because yeah, he, he had the um the thing on his head. He was sweating so bad. <laughs> From the uh, he was in shot. Yeah, that's right. And also, he did the WrestleMania. Or WrestleMania he did the um, that tag team turmoil match where um, Angelo Dawkins got Braun Strowman out of commission. Yeah, right. as he was like D one, he was like D one um, football player. Where he uh, then put Braun Strowman in traction, literally. Pretty much. Yeah, he messed his neck up, right? Yeah. Yeah, damn. That's gotta be rough for Braun Strowman, big dude like that. Can't turn your head. Right. Alrighty, Sheena Baszler versus Nikki Cross. Match begins. Sheena slips the clutch on Cross and Cross taps out. Ronda appears in the press box. She talks about back doors and stuff and calls herself the greatest combat wrestler of all time. And Sheena is just a knockoff. She's really making herself sound like the heel in this situation. Yeah. Does she not know how to, does she not know they, they, no one tell her? Well they have the tone off because I, the people are just done with Rhonda. I think the people are gonna boo Rhonda regardless of if she was in the right tone. No, no, just like the the words that she's saying in her speech, calling her a knockoff and then this and then that, like that's some heel words. Mm-hmm. It's or a saying, it's a heel hey, promo. Hey, <laughs> why would I go through the front door if the back door is accessible to me and I can just go with the WrestleMania? Who wouldn't do that? <laughs> that basically was her point in the program. Right. Let's see. She's really. Let's see. Shayna says she's a better Ronda than Ronda. She challenges her to come down so they can settle it. Ronda says, nah. Shayna starts heading toward the press box. Security will not let her. Ronda then challenges her to a match, claiming she's going to do for her what she couldn't do for herself get on SummerSlam damn <laughs> oh get on the SummerSlam screen yeah, get yeah. booked on SummerSlam that's fucked up <laughs> I'm gonna help you uh, do something you can't you've never done for yourself get you booked on SummerSlam here you go <laughs> you don't gotta sit in catering right <laughs> okay uh, Ricochet interview he says Logan doesn't get it and thinks Ricochet is a joke in the world of wrestling Logan is a joke he challenges Logan to a match next week in Tampa was it a match right. or another face-to-face? Was it a, I, don't, I, I thought it was, it was a match. Face. I think it was another face-to-face. Yeah. Definitely face-to-face because they're not going to give that match away for free on TV. Oh, maybe it's going to be like one of those like you know BS things where something happens, shenanigans. Logan Paul don't wrestle on TV. Logan Paul may do it. Ain't just say they're not giving it away for free. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe they'll say it's a match and then like stuff happens and then like the match doesn't actually start. Yeah. Like I said, he's not wrestling free on TV. 
Let's see, Becky on Miss TV miss it. Miss says she, she keeps losing and asks her if she's lost a step. Becky destroys the furniture and says she's lost a lot of things, but one of them isn't a step. Uh, she demands he bring out Trish. Trish and Zoe come out. Trish tells her to settle down. She wants to know why Becky is so obsessed with her. Trish will not fight her because she's already fought her and won. And Zoe adds that she's won too. Uh, Trish says she's done with her and she's moving on. Baby. Uh, she does demand that Becky say thank you, Trish. Becky calls herself calls her a self-centered psychopath. Hey, I, I use the same terminology when breaking up with somebody. Sorry. Yeah. You don't want to see in here about you getting stabbed and go to the hospital. So. Uh, also, why is Becky wearing pajamas? Oh, I don't know. It was already it was it was uh, the wrestling girl. Oh, yeah, they had they had that that whole outfit broken down. I don't know if you follow the wrestling girls on Twitter. Yeah, it's like something from the Kanye collection that Adidas never released. Well, they said what it was. I forgot. What, I don't think it was from the Kanye collection. I think it was something else. Mm. Uh, let's see here. Becky talks trash, which doesn't affect her. But when she mentions her hair flips on Instagram, this incenses Trish. <laughs> it says she'll fight her, but she'll have to go through Zoe first. It's kind of like uh, the whole um, Terry Funk thing when he was talking about Fully, mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, your mother's a whore," and this and that. And nothing, it, it has no effect on him. And then he says, "Eric Bischoff is a whore," and then Big Foley loses it. <laughs> it's kind of remi- kind of reminds me of that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, okay, she has to go through Zoe first. When Zoe beats her, she wants Becky to get on her knees and say, "Thank you, Trish." Becky agrees. She also wants her to tattoo "Thank you, Trish" across her chest. Uh, Becky agrees as well. They double team Becky. Becky makes a comeback, removes Trisha's Rip Hamilton face mask, uh, puts it on, and headbutts Zoe. I don't know if y'all got that reference there. Yeah, after she Come bopped on. Trish in the nose. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, everybody uh, knows the Rip Hamilton face mask, though. Because I was trying to think of, like, who's, like, the... Who, who was, like, the person who, like, really, really, like, you know, made that made that a thing you know and all I can think of is Rip Hamilton mm-hmm because he was wearing it even after his shit was healed up he has his shit <laughs> got broke so much he was like fuck it <laughs> I'm just gonna wear this shit so it don't happen no more right alright Shinsuke Nakamura versus Bronson Reed that's pretty big, good back and forth that's big Bronson Reed oh big Bronson Reed I'm sorry yeah. right. yes they changed the name uh, pretty, yeah they only gonna give somebody a moniker that's so weird yeah, that's what I was saying. I mean, uh, I can look at him and tell he's big. I don't really have to say anything. <laughs> All right. Uh, pretty good back and forth. Nakamura with those educated feet. Bronson uses his pure, pure, strength, pure strength on Nakamura. Hits a DVD for a two count. Goes up for a tsunami, but Nakamura breaks it up and goes for a pin. He goes to hit Kinshasa, but Bronson crossbodies him. Before he can capitalize, Tommaso Ciampa attacks him, costing Nakamura the match. Ciampa apologizes, but Nakamura attacks him anyway out of frustration. Uh, Nakamura interview, he's tired of everyone getting into business. Huh? What if it's just smart that he would attack Nakamura and then Bronson right. he lost to the cost, match? To cost, to cost Bronson the match? Yeah. I, I've been saying that for years. Like, Why don't they just attack the other dude? I think so. You know what? I think someone actually did that one time, just to fuck, just to mess with the other guy. I think it was an NXT that happened. Possibly. Nakamura interview. He's tired of everyone getting in his business. All right. So, uh, judgment. Champa. So now it's gonna be what? Um, uh, 
Champa and Shinsuke versus Miz and Bronson Reed? Is that what we're going to lead to? Well, they have to reconcile first. No clue. Mm. I, uh, how long is Johnny Gargano going to be hurt? How much longer? <laughs> well, you want to see some DIY? I thought they were trying to put the, the put it back together, but I guess Johnny Gargano not healing as fast as they thought. Right. All right, Judgment Day versus KO and Sami Zayn for the WWE Tag Team Championship. Before the match begins, Seth Rollins runs through the crowd, jumps into the ring, and attacks Finn Balor. The two men fight all the way backstage. The match begins back and forth. Now, uh, uh, this is a cut you might not know. Don, at one point, KO taunts Damian by holding up his fist vigorously, looking like Ernest T. Bass from the Andy Griffith Show. I don't know if you know that. Oh man, you know I know about Ernest T. Bass and the Andy Griffith Show. <laughs> all right, North Carolina. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Yeah, he was over there pulling the Ernest T. Bass on him. Uh, Sammy fights with Dom on the outside. Sammy gets Dom back in the ring. Rhea barks at Sammy, distracting him long enough for Dom to baseball slide Zane. Priest then chokeslams Zane on the apron. After the commercial, Zane is in the corner getting double teamed. KO is dying for a tag, but Priest keeps cutting Zane off. KO gets the hot tag and goes to goes to work, taking out both men on the outside. When the Eddie Guerrero shimmy the Dom on the apron before frog splashing him. Uh, KO tries for a swanton, but the priest gets the knees up. Dom hits a frog splash and goes for the pin, but Zane breaks it up. Dom gets gets out of the stunner, but can't escape the pop-up powerbomb. Crowd chants, this is awesome. Zane hits his tornado DDT off the ropes and gets a two-count. Uh, Rhea risks with Zane again, holding him off long enough for a priest to get his marbles together and take out Zane. He hits a Frankensteiner on Zane for a two-count. Dom gets a tag and sets Sammy up for the 619, but Sammy scouts it and tosses Dom out, flipping him, flipping out to him on the outside. Meanwhile, Rhea takes KO out against the steel steps. Zane barely hangs on for a two-count from Dom. Liv Morgan comes out and attacks Rhea, sending her over the barricade. That was great. I really like that. <laughs> you know, con- you know, you know, uh, keeping the stories together. You know, I mean, keeping the story going. You know, continuity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, continuity. You know, back where you know before it would have just been like, oh well, she would have been out there and it'd been like nothing. You know, you, you see your enemy out there, you're gonna go after him, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dom was distracted. Zane makes a comeback, goes to hit a haluva kick, but Priest stops him. KO hits Priest with a stutter. Zane completes the haluva kick on Dom, goes for the cover, and gets the 1-2-3 victory to retain the WWE Tag Team Champions Championships. Zane and Owen celebrate in the ring as we fade to black, and that is your Monday Night Raw. I thought this was okay. I thought it was okay, too. I thought it, it had a, some elements of some... Uh, before Vince got in trouble Monday Night Raw, where that first hour and a half or so seemed really long for some reason. I, w- I wanted some kind of update on Cody because he just like had that first segment and then nothing. Oh. They kept on like replaying it over and over, but then like we never saw Cody again. Yeah, that would have been a good touch. But I thought I once the tag team match, once the Rhea and Raquel thing happened and the tag team match, I thought from then on the show really picked up and, and moved well and there was some good stuff in there. That fit yeah. beat down on Seth was real good. I like that. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed Alpha Academy and Viking Raiders. That was a that was a fun match. Mo, what were your standout moments, sir? The show was just alright. Not really that much to 
wasn't really too much for me to just pick up on. Um, we'll do a little SmackDown update right here. Uh, Bianca Belair looking as only she can look in Raleigh, North Carolina, Friday night, uh, starting the show. Uh, she was looking good. Uh, yes, yeah, she was. Did you go to the show? Huh? No. Did you go to the show? I did not make it to the show. No, I did not. I didn't even work it. It was uh, just a total miss for me this time. I did watch it on TV, though. Um, Jay Uso uh, attacking Paul and Solo at the end was great. Um, LA Knight over huge. And made the challenge to Austin Theory. Uh, he's in the Eliminator Tournament. Challenger, so that was good. Uh, I have a quick question. A quick question. Now, do you think the LA Knight love is genuine, or you think it's like a fandango type of thing where oh, they just no. pick somebody goofy and they're just like, yeah? No, it's legitimate. Okay. Dude, he's the only person that wrestled Bray Wyatt and came out better afterwards. <laughs> right. They didn't. He didn't get completely buried. Right. Right. So yeah, man, they got to do. Because I remember when people were like really, really hot on Fandango, but it wasn't really that they liked him. They just like. Well, I bet you Fandango. It was just like a sark. It wasn't sarcastic. It was just like, kind of like a thing of like we're gonna pick someone that, for, for Vince to get over, even though, Vince is not trying to get this person over at all. Plus, uh, LA Knight is uh, starting to register in the uh, most important. Um, metric you can in WWE merch <laughs> he moving them t-shirts right yeah yeah they still ain't got that let me talk to you one though <laughs> that's the one they shamming out on um Asuka and Bianca Belair for the title um it was a really good match and then of course we had Charlotte sitting in the front row and then she gets involved and Asuka and Bailey they come down I mean I EO and Bailey, they come down, they get involved, and Bailey somehow, uh, Oscar, excuse me, somehow gets by and retains the title. Uh, you enjoyed the Zelina Vega uh, Bailey matchup, I think. I actually, that was when I I fall I fall asleep at one point and I just completely missed it. <laughs> but I did see Zelina's um, Instagram and I'm loving her outfit. Yes, yes. So that was SmackDown. Um, I think it's kind of weird how, like, when someone tries to cash in and now, and like the referee's looking at it like he doesn't know what it is. <laughs> like, what is happening here? What's going on? I don't know. Uh, Roman is supposed to be on the show this Friday to accept the or uh, to discuss the the rules of combat for this match that him and Jay are going to have. Uh, FS1. Yeah, FS1. So, um, Cindy, what, this is for you. FS1. What do you, what do you think the, what do you think the tip is going to be? Ooh, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I don't know. I don't have any idea. I, I, I thought it would have been maybe Hell in a Cell since that's what the first match was when this thing really started kicking into gear. But I doubt they'll do that. They'll probably have some type of. I'm thinking like something like I don't know because they're they're family. They're they going to stick them together mm-hmm. like a bull rope match or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because like you know you well, know so that way they can't get two bull rope match. It should have been Cody written Brock. Oh, I, that that would be that would be great. Yeah, I would really I would really like that. Yeah, I mean, because that's real. That's also a dusty thing. A dusty dusty thing. would do. Right. Yeah. 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 
that's the one thing that now like is missing like back in the day in the territories like certain wrestlers had their like you know spin. their signature signature match yeah like Wahoo McDaniel had the Indian strap match he was undefeated in that Dusty had the bull rope match um yeah so that's pretty cool having those matches like that well, all right, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. It's time for you, sir, to tell us about the latest news on the Mo Meltzer news segment. I feel like you need some music for the Mo Meltzer segment. A little jingle. You trying to add more time to my post production? <laughs> oh, um, Eric Young appeared back at Slam Anniversary. Um, he was released from. He was request. He requested his release and was granted his release back in April. But, well, the thing was, he didn't want to work with Vince. And apparently, neither does Bray Wyatt. In place for a new. So, a plans was in place to have a new um, Wyatt family that was supposed to be, you know, Eric Young, Bray, Uncle Howdy. And they pulled like those plans supposed to put into place after WrestleMania, but Bray got sick and I mean why, why couldn't he just bring back why couldn't he just bring back Sanity? Is he sick? Is Bray, I mean, is he sick or is he hurt? They say he had an illness, but they not really they didn't really disclose what the illness was. Hmm. His his illness is no Vinceitis. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Cause I heard like I heard one time he was injured. Then lately I heard like he has been sick, so I don't know which one to believe. Or both things may have been true. I mean who who knows? Huh? Yeah, but I know one thing. It just so happened once Vince came back in the fold, uh Bray Wyatt was out the fold. Cause he wasn't gonna let him do that goofy stuff that he normally does. He was going to have him do even goofier stuff. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so WWE is showing strong interest in Nick Aldis. Oh, yeah, he left. He left. Uh, he, impact, right? he left NWA. NWA. Yeah. yeah. Or Impact, because he left NWA, but he, um, he um, well, he, he went in WWE. Wait, about like a producer role, basically. Oh, oh, oh where? Okay, not on camera. Okay, that's different. That's a whole different um, that's a whole different scenario there. Right. Um, he'll be on the uh. So you didn't mention this yeah. on the side. Of the uh, the pay per view list on when I, when, uh, at SummerSlam, I have to remember that. To get okay. Guest book. So you, didn't, so you didn't mention this um, on the SmackDown. We mentioned we um, talking about SmackDown. Um, Bobby Lashley and Street Profits oh. are forming a new faction. Yes, the new Hurt Business. Oh yeah, I saw that. They were like dapping each other up. Yeah. Yeah, Bobby pulled up in the limo and they got in. That means Angela Dawkins gonna have to go buy some wardrobe because that man don't, <laughs> don't own anything other than basketball shorts and sweats. Have to go buy some suits. Right. 
you can't be walking beside Bobby Lashley. He's suited and booted, and you got on your basketball shit. Nah, that ain't gonna work, homie. Um, so the new Cody Rose doc is set to air on July thirty first. It looks pretty decent. A lot of dusty in it. Yeah. Um, it's narrated by Stephen Amell and it's produced by WWE, so we know what that means. Mm-hmm. The WWE slant is going to be present. Oh, of course. It's, P- it's on Peacock. What do you expect? Oh, is it on, it's on A&E, um, it? or is it on Peacock? No, it's on Peacock. Ah. Trish Stratus um, wants to wrestle in a steel cage match. I think she said she doesn't matter if it's a Hell in a Cell or um, she said Elimination Chamber. Trish is out here. Was like, Look, man, y'all letting these women do everything <laughs> I wanted to do. In the She's thing. like, yeah, I never got to do any of that stuff. Come I'm on. Coming back to do all that. Hell in a Cell, ladder match, money in the bank, war games. You might even be in war games if they bring war games back. That might be the match that they do it, that she does it, the war games, for Survivor Series. Yeah, she's like, you, you had me in all these lingerie and matches and, and turkey bowl matches and this and that. Um, so Bailey was reportedly injured at our show here in Salisbury, that's close to the Eastern Shore. And we look at the video um, floating around of the spot that happened, and it don't look like she got hit by Oscar that hard, but she apparently she got hit. She they wrapped with the X. It looked and like she, she tripped um, on her at first. That's what it looked like to me. Yeah. Or she was trying to avoid her, and then she landed it funny. It's your or me, right? She up the X, and she and Bailey posted a picture afterwards with ice on her saying she'll be all right. And she was walking with a limp, but she didn't have any crutches. Yeah, because you know she's got she's had knee issues, so it's always dicey when she goes down with grabbing her knees it's, it's kind of crazy with wrestling like um, fake injuries look real real injuries look really fake because <laughs> they don't look like they don't look like much but then like and you're like oh yeah they really hurt themselves yeah and, and unless it's uh, you know Ridge Holland out here doing it to people then it's like oh yeah that legit look like it is just hurt him oh yeah so you didn't mention that either so um that was the one for Pretty Deadly he had the separated shoulders that Elliot from the man. Or Elliot Prince, no, I think. No, Elliot Wilson is the um, Dark Rap Radar. No, Elton Prince. Elton. Elton. Um, Elton. I'm thinking, I don't know why I'm calling it Elton Brand. Elton Brand. Alone. We all taking that. Yeah. Um, so he. So he entered. He got entered in the match, and it was some work. It was just like some talk going around. And the next thing you know, Rich Holland deactivated his Twitter. He said, "You know, speedy recovery to Alvin Prince." Yeah, people, say, said, people started hitting them. Um, the Twitter detectives started going back and showing them exhibits when he dropped Gargano on his head. When he dropped Big E on his head. Then he hurt pretty deadly guy but we all forget that hey you know he he's had his share of misfortune too oh yeah he tore his um he broke his ankle his he catch. yeah ankle. He, yeah that's what 
<laughs> he caught Marcel Barthel, I think, from Imperium. I think that's who, who that yeah. was. He broke his ankle. So it's just a unfortunate. Uh, for um for like a year two or nine months something like that. So when are we going to hit him with the Nia Jack stigma? Like, yo, bro, yeah. you just <laughs> hurting folks. People were saying, oh, don't, don't, don't do that to him. It was an accident, you know, it happened, blah, blah, blah. I mean, so. yeah, but, uh, but when the same person is in the vicinity when all these accidents happen, you know, sometimes you got to realize that it just might be him. Right. Because they'll be here looking at looking at it like like this a Bruder film. Yeah, just like with Naya, eventually we just had to come around and be like, you know, there may be something to it. We don't want we don't want it to be that way, but you know the evidence is mounting. Right. Um. So he's out. So for the foreseeable future. That sucks because the fuck is pretty badly going to do for six weeks or whatever. Fuck eight weeks is to show right. because that, they're starting to get a little push. That's not yeah. That's not a good look for them. They're gonna after he comes back. They're probably gonna be um, stuck in catering. Right, because you know Vince don't like motherfuckers to get hurt, especially when they first debuting. Well, that's because he feels like it's like the crowd will be like, oh, oh they're not gonna remember them. Especially as a tag team, because like, unless they do like kind of what they did with the Usos, where they let the other dude they figure out something for the other dude to do until. But even now, like they were trying to do that with Xavier Woods, but shit, Xavier Woods ain't been on TV in like two months because didn't have anything for him to do. They were uh, they were on uh, hang on. The weakest the link. Weakest link. I actually watched that. That was pretty. Like they they all teamed. It was all three of them. They all teamed up on the other ones and got rid of them. Oh, word. To where it was the three of them in the final in the final round. Okay, I didn't see that. I wish that was pretty good. It came more like Monday, I believe. It, it came out at the same time as Raw. Oh, yeah, they're not definitely. Yeah. As Raw. Um, so, Brian Pillman Jr. was released from AEW, and they said he was at the um, WWE Performance Center, but he didn't. There wasn't no contract offered to him, so he might just be down there just to be working out. Yeah. Yeah. Man, hopefully, um, hopefully he continues to stick with it. I mean, I, I think he has potential. He just was in a company that didn't have anywhere for him to get better on a consistent basis. And yeah, like he had oh. that he, he had that wave going for him when he was like doing the thing with MJF, and then he just kind of just put a halt to him. That's what they do in AEW all the time, man. They stop and start people. They, like, they don't they don't well. they don't know how to ride the wave. They don't know how to just keep it right. going. They start you up and then they let you just flutter away. Mm-hmm. Um, Teddy Hart, if y'all remember him, he was he a wrestler over the weekend. Charged with two counts. No, two felony counts of drug possession. Wow. I was gonna say, like, did, did they ever find his girlfriend's body? Right. <laughs> That's what I thought they were gonna get him for. Okay. Well, yeah, we know Teddy Hart's always had. Uh, drug issues, so uh, uh, you know he got arrested for that. That's pretty much par for the course there. I was hoping that the shit from that documentary was what they was picking him up for. That was the weirdest documentary I've ever seen. Right, it was. Please. Teddy Hart is just a weird ass dude, man. Like the two weirdest, the two weirdest youngest people ever: Jamie Dundee and fucking Teddy Hart. Like they was both super young in wrestling, and they turned out super weird. 
Hart was supposed to be, you know, the next wave of the Park Foundation, but yeah, yeah and Jamie Dundee was like supposed to be the next Dundee, basically. Mm-hmm. He had that, he had that going for him, and then it just kind of just. Yeah, uh, it was supposed to be basically Tyson Kidd and um, Teddy Hart. They were supposed to be the like next lineage of the Hart Foundation. Yeah, I remember like before I even knew like about some of the weird stuff he was doing. Like we used to, me and my friends used to watch clips of him, and they're like, "How is this dude not signed to WWE?" He was doing some really crazy high flying, flippy stuff. Mm-hmm. And then like we found that, oh yeah, okay, I get it now. <laughs> Um, so it looks like the whole JD McDonough and Judgment Day plans are on hold for now. Well, they gotta concentrate on this money in the bank thing, unless Finn can recruit him to try to help him against Seth. Now that would be something. JD right. comes out out of the blue, screw Seth. Finn wins the title. Now he's in Judgment Day, and you just have to do the promo for Monday or whatever. Um, um, so Seth Rollins was on Logan Paul's um, podcast. Impulse. Talking about a lot of things. Yeah. Talk about multiple his multiple injuries. Um, he's done stem cell treatment to avoid surgery. So that guy's he went and got that blood spun around, huh? Did the <laughs> had to go to Germany for that shit though. They don't do that here in the United States because you know we got these uh, folks who don't like to, you know, thinking that's right. you know, too too far fetched. So um, Trinity says she initially didn't want to return back to wrestling after walking out of WWE, but now she's TNA Knockout Champion. Yay! Did you see the, the team bat, the team battery union photo? Yes. Yep. Are oh, they gonna um, make a, a, a field of glow belt for her for TNA and sell it? That's what people. That's what people was asking. People in the comments on Instagram saying we need to get this belt to glow, which would be lit. No, because then they got to because then they got to go to Walmart and they got to go get the LEDs and it's just too much trouble for them. That's the biggest miss WWE ever had was they did not sell a replica glow belt. They made money. Dudes would have bought that shit. Yep. Um, but also Mercedes Monet is being real quiet on her planes. Um, she's still recovering from injury. I could have swore I read something that she was going to make an appearance in, in Impact. I don't know. I think she's going to do Dakota Ibushi. She's going to do the World Tour Wrestling and then come back and then finish up and then go make movies. Now, do you so think... Vicky, oh, go ahead. Now, I said Vicky Guerrero was officially gone from AEW. I remember I told y'all a while back that um, contract was up in July, so now she's officially a free agent. She'll probably go to the house. WWE ain't got no use for her. Yeah, plus she got this yeah. thing going on with her daughter or whatever. Right. Um. So WrestleCon had booked Rick Steiner for 
again. Even just gonna, but they um they pulled his um pulled his um they pulled them and said that Steiner failed to give an updated apology with X. So this was been the 30 30th anniversary of them, you know, wrestling at um SummerSlam in Detroit, you know, back in the day. Yeah, and they can't even celebrate it because Rich Steiner went out here and said some stupid shit. Oh, I was going to ask uh, before you moved on. Do you think they're going to? Do you ever think that uh, things will be okay with WWE and Trinity? That like she could do like um, she could do like what's her name did and, and appear at, a, at the Rumble with the knockout title. She may come back. Mm-hmm. I mean, once once she gets the time away, she gets the Nikki James. There you go. That's her name. Build herself up. She'll um, she might come back, but it had, it'll take a lot. You know, once Vince is finally gone, I mean, gone, that means that he's either in the nursing home or he's gone from the glory. Well, um, well, yeah, I guess so. Because with the new thing, it's like Vince is still going to be at the top of it, running the WWE side. And I guess Triple H will be under Vince still. It'll kind of still be the same way. But... Vince will have to have one there'll be one more person over Vince at least in this scenario for the UFC I guess yeah um I'm interested to see how this shit is gonna work when it comes down next year you never know um what else So, so I don't know if we talked about this, but um, Matt Hardy got into it with um, Fournette and then <laughs> Fournette with and then Brian him and Brian Lance. I, I think we did talk about it because um, they they really have went went into it. I told you Ryan Sagan had gotten gotten involved. Oh yeah, Ryan Sagan got involved. Yeah, you mentioned this. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's just it's just funny, but that Cornette and them they on that. I guess they whatever issues they had, they got them fixed because they got the new because he got the like era um, title for the, um, the experience. So, I guess it's more like streamlining going to be on all the when um we can find your favorite podcast. I was like, I guess I was like, I said like I said um. All that is it's funny happening and everything, but you know, Matt Hardy was like <laughs> he was Matt Hardy was just they was just going back and forth like in the late night and I'm like, come on now, don't even sleep. <laughs> um Um it moved for main event. Um, Apollo Crews versus JD McDonough and Rick Moss versus Akira Tozawa. Say, say the first matchup again. Apollo Crews and JD McDonough. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that'll work. That's always a. Um, Apollo Crews and JD McDonough, that's always a good matchup. Yeah. I'm just saying that 
Oh, go ahead. No, would you say for the same? Um, I was gonna say, I, I just want to be Noam Dar when I grow up. Oh. <laughs> I know you do. Uh, what do you think about Kalani Jordan, Mo? The new uh, NXT. No, not me. That's that was Sam asking about her. I already knew about her. Sam was inquiring is that about the, her. No, is that the one that? Because oh, I remember Jerome and I were like, "Who is that?" Because they showed this young girl getting hit on by that one dude who thought he was like a suave dude. Then the security guard went and broke it up, like, like leave her alone. Yeah, she's. And it was like it was like a it was a, it was an NXT signee, but I just I'm not sure if it's the same girl or not. I don't know. Was she kind of light skin, kind of curly fry hair? Um, yeah, because I'm looking up like all the NXT signees around that time to see if it was her or another girl. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it was her. Was her name was like Leah Michelle or something. Her real name. She's pretty good. Um, she's got a gymnastic background, so she's running around with Dana Brooke right now. Oh yeah, that, that's her. That's her. And because um, I remember she was a gymnast. Yeah. So, um, future looks bright so far. We'll see. I am a fan. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't even seen her wrestle. Uh, did you see Lola Vice tonight, Mo? Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Her and uh, Lecha Lopez together, that's the real Latino heat. Yeah. You're you're seeing Electra Lopez's husband. Yes. He looks like he looks like General Tragg from Dimension X. Don't know who that is, but okay. For the bad guys from the TV Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, okay. Very apropos you would make that reference with the new movie about to come out. Yeah, I don't really. Nobody asked for that. Doesn't even the 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 computer generated graphics don't even look that great. Right. I, I mean, at least finally they're actually making them sound like teenagers. I'll give them that. <laughs> right. Because before they were the like they were like, too. oh, they had been doing that. They done they did that in like the the early through the mid nineties mid nineties ish. But like, yeah, before they were like voiced by grown men. Like now they're actually voiced by teenagers. Oh, so I posted. Um, it was a side. You saw it saying the post I posted from the game back in the, back in the day with the um the the, the water the water um um stage. We had to set. Oh the yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. I never could get past that. Me, I I got close. I got close ones. I think it was so frustrating to play. What game is this? This is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games with NES back in the day. Uh, the original, like, one. yeah, 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 the original. Not the sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The side-scrolling, the side-scrolling game. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You had to do the water stage. We had to stop the um the games. That made the bombs. Yeah, I was good at was, that. I was good at that stage. It was like yeah, the electrified, the electrified. Of course, he would brag. Of course, he would brag about it. So. The electrified kelp or whatever that was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah, that was like the most. Fr- I don't know what's more frustrating, that or Vital Toads. No. Um. God, what's the name of that damn Nintendo game? Starts with the R. Like, like. Oh. Shit. Ragar? I don't know. Ragar, exactly. That's it. That that is oh, yeah, the most yeah, yeah. game in fucking history right there. I only get through like the first like three levels. Oh. 
Yeah, so that's about it. So, so, so does this new young lady have a Instagram? I would like to know. Um, I would. I would pretty sure. If you, I'm pretty sure Mo follows her already. Kalani Jordan WWE. It'll come up for you, sir. I was just gonna go through Mo's follows and see. <laughs> see what's happening. Oh my gosh, cherry, cherry pick the best of the best. Right. Yeah. Sort of like in, in the territory era. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Waste your time, bro. <laughs> well, on that note, Mr. Samuel Kalunga, sir, start us off with shout outs and thank yous. Hold on, let me see. Kalani Jordan. Instagram. NXT? Or... Okay. Ah, I found her. Oh, wow. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, shout out to you guys for. Uh, let me do this show with you all. Uh, shout out to everybody in the Discord, everybody in the uh, who who um, uses the hashtags, and everyone who pays the five on the uh, on the uh, on the pre-show. And uh, shout out to Simi. Shout out to Queen Melminty out there doing her thing. And uh, Jupiter Julep. Uh, Shaolin. What's it? What's it do? Shaolin. Shaolin Shogun. Shaolin Monkey. Yeah. Yeah, the Charlotte Flair's biggest man. <laughs> no, that's uh, dang, who was it? Who who, who used to ride for? Who used to ride hard for Charlotte? It wasn't him. Yeah. It was somebody else. It was him. It was him. That's him. That was him. He it, was like, name anybody, name ain't. anybody who has more accomplishments than Charlotte. Yeah. I, it, I'll it, wait. It ain't used to. He still do. <laughs> there was no, yeah, yeah, there was somebody who was just like hardcore. Like, yeah, that's him. Wow. Okay. That's it. Yeah, that's it. All right, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. Shout out, thank you, sir. Um, shout out to you and you and you over there too. <laughs> Quan essential R follows her. <laughs> Mo does not. Of course not. he does. Of course he does. But shout out to Semi. Um, shout out to Jay. Um, Sam and Dawn as well. Um, child classic doing his thing, ring announcing. Not, yeah, ring announcing, yeah. Um, shout out to um, Jupiter Julep, um, Mademoiselle Queen Mamendi, Miss V. I do have the gauntlet again. I said this um, documentary hits. There's going to be me against the Fabric Young Cast, so. When be on the lookout for that. The Cody one hits. Yeah, when the Cody one hits, if it hits the way it needs to hit, I'm definitely going to be sparking that that podcast oh, up because again. You, because you're still on the thing that Cody should have won from the beginning of the Roman match. I mean, yeah, it's just we just go have fun with it. So, All right. um, you know. Well, we else in the hashtags. Our spaces crew. Um, yeah, um, Mel and the Melvin shout outs. Um, um, DD Jonay, Greg, you know, the usual, the usual suspects. About what are these things that, like, a WrestleMania or like a SummerSlam or a big show, we're all gonna have a, a WrestleCast family meet up at some point? 
Yeah. One of these years. Yeah. All right. I got less than a minute. So just uh, reiterate everything that those guys said. Shout out to everybody who's been down with the WrestleCast from the beginning. Thanks for everybody who uses the hashtag RoyalCast each and every week. Please pay the five over on the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Uh, continue to rate and review. Give us five stars. And for my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese and the RoyalCast correspondent, Mr. Sam Nicolunga, I'm your host, Don DeLorente. This has been the raw cast please stay tuned for the parting promo